Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Unscripted Scripts Show, where I'm Jeff, joined by John. John. And Lawrence. Lawrence. Yes, we have to plug the, our our social medias. <laughs> you know, it's really a, a, it's a little bit abrupt when you you know just say say hello and then you're like plugs. Well, otherwise we forget. Maybe we That's say, true. We do forget. How are you? Is everything <laughs> going okay? How was your summer? Okay, great. Uh, yeah. Me too. <laughs> I'm all, I am also well. Yeah. Now uh, maybe. Uh, we can do some plugs. Okay. So if you want to send us a script or say hello, whatever, you can send it to uh, unscriptedscriptshow at gmail.com. If you want to say hello to me, if you want to say hello to Jeff, you can send it to unscriptedscriptsshow at gmail.com. And if you want to say hello to John, I've forgotten what yours was. What was yours? Scriptsshow at gmail.com. There you go. Scriptsshow yeah. at gmail.com. And, and I just want to say that um, my email has, I have not gotten any emails. Well, so... Email Jeff to make him feel better. Yeah. Don't, I don't want them to do it just, you know, out of pity. Well, say hi, at least. they feel bad. Yeah. Well, if they feel bad, that means they like you. I well, mean, I don't I true. don't get a whole lot of mail on that thing either. Just occasionally, uh, you know, author submissions. Well, send whatever. all of us some, some emails. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you. We want to interact with our listeners. Yes. And uh, if you want to follow our escapades on Twitter, you can follow us at Script Show. That'll tell you when every new episode is out. I think Twitter's just you. Yeah, it is. Just it me. is just Lawrence. I don't use it. But that's okay. Understand. And uh, well, it's mostly just for when you want to see when a new episode's out. Right, right. The latest, uh, the latest uh, news. <laughs> the unscripted you... scripts program, news show, news Twitter. And uh, if you want to support us on Patreon, you can, so we can add some more lovely bonus exclusive content at Patreon.com/slash/unscriptedscripts. For a buck. Thank you. For a buck. For a buck. Now uh, I want to get something out of the way real quick. Okay. Okay. Is if, it if, um, what? Is about your uh, your diagnosis? Yes. Uh, if I sound a little funny to you, no, listeners, because John has AIDS. No. Oh. No. If you it had sound- AIDS before, now you got something new. <laughs> oh, God. No. The AIDS weakened your immune system. No. Uh, if it sounds like I, I I've had a stroke, it's because I did. Sort Just of. Just kidding. Um, S- Psych. I got a little bit of Dick Clark going on right now. Uh, we're not sure how long it's going to last, so if I sound a little funny. So Zon has a bit of the uh, Bell's palsy. Bell's palsy. Back on! Back on! <laughs> it's a serious medical condition. Excuse me. <laughs> so if you find me stumbling over shit, that is hey, why. Just want to get out of the way. Just imagine think... him as our good old JR. That's all. Do you think they call it Bell's palsy because, because it makes you sound, you talk like you got, just got your bell rung? Maybe. That was a joke? Uh, no. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't a joke at all. Regular, I agree. Regular question. Yeah. Wild pitch. <laughs> Wild pitch. <laughs> Tough crowd. <laughs> Tough crowd. <laughs> ooh, ooh, I tell you. Uh, oh, a rough one. Yeah. Because John had Lyme. John, you had Lyme disease. Yeah, That's, yeah that is right. That is, that, that is the truth now, since we're going yeah, to... I didn't want that to be divulged, but here we are. This is a very special episode. Please. <laughs> My last episode. Check yourselves when uh, in tall grass 
or uh, or if you're like John and you know you were uh, hanging out in some bushes near a playground with, <laughs> with your pants around your ankles. And who would have thought this would be what had happened to me instead of getting picked up by the cops? Know, of all the times yeah. that you did that too, this is the first time you got a tick. <laughs> well, I guess I was uh, kind of flying too close to the sun there, you know, get a little yeah. cocky. Yeah. Shoot your shot, John. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Some things just aren't worth it, I found out. Yeah. I well, guess we know now. You know, you probably don't get caught because you, you usually um, <laughs> you usually go to the playgrounds that you're actually, like, allowed to be near. You know, <laughs> like, outside, like, away from the schools and not, stuff. Not those thousand-foot ones yeah. that uh, I have to go tell my neighbors about. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> what? <Okay. laughs> it's, a ser- you know, it's a serious illness. It can yeah. be. You know, hey, I'm here. I'm working. Nothing to joke about. You know why? I want to work. I want to work. I want to work. No, that's Don Draper. Yeah. Bets. Bets. I want to work. I want to work. I want to write a song (laughs) about (laughs) Coca-Cola. Teach the world to suck my dick. What does the world want from my dick? (laughs) Anyhow. Uh, uh, we got a bit of a different, different format today, don't we? Yeah, there yeah. won't be any uh, review segment on this episode. I know Jeff is the only one disappointed by that. I don't care. I didn't have anything <laughs> to review anyway. I did, but I'm saving it for later, since we have a little business little business to take care of from the last episode. Yeah. Rather get lost in the shuffle of, uh, you know, yeah, that's right. running short mm-hmm. from time to time, that's which doesn't of, usually happen. Yeah, if you, if you joined us last time, um, our, the movie that we were reading, it finished a little early, so did, we yeah. began a, uh, a different script. It was just, just a short script, you yeah. know, something to fill the time of, because we like to do a full hour and a half, because we don't, we don't half-ass it here. We give you a full show. Yes. A full-ass show. God damn we it. We will always full-ass our show. That's right. The American way. And with Lawrence's <laughs> ass, that's a lot of ass. Yeah, True. yeah, so that's why we got to do the extra time make up for Lawrence's ass. <laughs> hey, oh. uh, so we're going to finish and My that titties, too. Because we, 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 There's yeah. some big-ass titties. <laughs> God, we'd be, that'd be a four-hour show. <laughs> it would. The tits, too. Uh, so let's... Um, so we're going to finish that script because, yes. you know, that's also the way we do things. We don't leave things hanging. No. Uh, so we will Not on be, this program. I don't, I don't actually remember what happened in this at all. It doesn't really matter. about... <laughs> This. It was meant to be like a TV pilot, I believe. Called, it's yeah. called In the Doghouse. And we read the first act. Okay, so what it was, was uh, this this guy, he's running for counsel. Ah, uh, yes. And uh, his brother, who is a conspiracy theorist, played by Wes Westerhorn. Right. Yes, yeah. it's a character that Lawrence stole yeah. from me. I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, he's uh, building a bomb shelter and... Uh, and all sorts of wacky hijinks are taking place. And disguised think, as a doghouse, is it not? Yeah, yeah, it is. That's it is right. Disguised as doghouse. Probably one of those guys that belongs to like the segregationist militias and yeah. sovereign citizens. <laughs> <laughs> am I being detained? Am I being detained, sir? Do not recognize the court of this nation. I am the natural living man. <laughs> <laughs> Your American flag has a gold fringe around it. Yeah. This is a maritime court. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we'll pick get, up there. Yeah, let's get back. Get so it out of the way and get to the to the meat of the two. Does anyone remember what characters they were doing? I, uh, I think John was Edward. I was Edward. So you're my wife. Oh. Okay. Was I Leah? Was I a woman? Yes. I'm, okay. Sure. sure. Doesn't really matter. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just go. Act two. Exterior bedroom night. Edward lies in bed. Leah brushes her teeth in the adjacent bathroom. <laughs> What was that, dear? 
I said, don't you ever wonder if there's a God? That's the problem. Why should I have to wonder? Shouldn't I just know? If there was a God, wouldn't he just reach out and tap me on the shoulder once in a while? Something pokes his shoulder. Hey! No. He nearly leaps out of bed. Boy, <laughs> Look, <laughs> looking over, he sees that Amos has opened the window and is using a long stick to get his attention. Edward scoots to where Amos hangs by the windowsill. What are you doing? That's at least a 12-foot drop. I can't sleep. You want me to sing you a lullaby? That would be nice. <laughs> Leah's still off screen. If we just knew, we wouldn't need faith. God wants us to have faith. To Amos. I was joking. To Leah. You don't find that convenient? Remember the bird song that mom used to sing? Leah off screen. If we knew that God existed, wouldn't following him almost be compulsory? Edward looks at Amos, I will realizes him. he's not going away without a song. <laughs> he may go. I think he did that in the last one, too. <laughs> I, really? I think he might have. Lawrence? Judges? Uh, I don't remember. Okay, yeah, whatever. It's, if he's as great as you say, wouldn't we all want to? To Amos, singing quickly. How high... How high can the birdie fly? Only as I as he's willing to try. How low, how low can the gopher go? Only as low as... The song stinks. Can you try it again? No. Different, different melody? No. Okay. I meant the song. It's just a stupid Finished song. brushing. Leah enters the bedroom. Edward pushes Amos's head down. <laughs> how dare you, sir? <laughs> Thump. Amos hits the ground. Edward closes the window. I just don't think you should dismiss the possibility outright. You give me a lot to think about. I think I'll go for a walk. That's so sweet. You're actually considering my thoughts. Of course I am. She kisses him, then crawls in bed. A little lower? No. <laughs> I just brushed my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> she looks up. He's already gone. <laughs> Interior living room night. Edward sneaks through the dark living room. Harriet's bedroom is now closed in with a wall of sheets. Carl! <laughs> yes. Is that you, Edward? I'm not decent, Carl. Oh, I'm Edward. You're I, Edward. Yeah. I'm both. Uh, Jeffy Harriet. I can't see you. She pokes her head from behind the sheets. I suppose you want me to thank you for the walls. Right. Now I'm thanking me. Who buys walls at Bed Bath & Beyond? She yanks the sheets closed. You don't have to slam the door. Laugh track. They're not even a decent thread count. Edward continues through the room and out the patio door. That's right. I forgot about the, the laugh track. We have to do yeah. the laugh track. Yeah. Jeff, take over. So everyone knows when to laugh. Yeah. Interior bunker night. A little bit later, Edward and Amos lounge on Amos's bed. Looks nice. The new paint. Might want to get some fresh air, though. Fumes are pretty strong. I've got it covered. He takes a hit from a nearby oxygen tank. <laughs> he offers one to Edward, who declines. It's nice you're sleeping in Mom and Dad's room. I miss him. Leah looks nice. Reminds me of her. Mom? No. That's not... No. <laughs> Relax. It's a compliment. Edward decides Amos is right. She's strong like Mom. Big heart, too. You're going to like her. After a moment of awkward silence. You're not ashamed of me, are you? What? No. Gosh, no. Remember that time 
I went to camp. Edward remembers. None of my friends ever visited me, but you, you were there every day. You're my brother. <laughs> <laughs> you never made me feel crazy or different. You see things that other people can't. That's not crazy. That's special. That's what mother used to say. <laughs> mother. <laughs> <laughs> and when Leah gets to know you, that's what she'll think. But you just built a bunker in our backyard. That's going to take the right moment to tell a stressed-out wife. I know I look all successful and everything, what with my own business, but things haven't been going well. You know, you're always welcome here. Edward stands, ready to leave. I've missed you, Amos. I'm glad you're home. And I can't wait for Leah to meet you. I just want the moment to be right. I want her to see the real you. Just give me some time. Oh, thank you, big brother. You hungry? I'll bring you pancakes. Flapjacks. Just like Mom used to make. Hey, and no syrup. You remember. Big government in cahoots with Big Maple. Tapped every tree from here to Vermont. <laughs> <laughs> They're listening. Not to us. Amos gives him a thumbs up. Nice. Edward climbs the ladder. Exterior, warehouse, day. Leah stands, shoulders slumped, microphone in hand, near a crowd of four protesters. The protesters yell toward a large, dilapidated, and clearly vacant warehouse. Above Leah, a large, rusty sign not so proudly displays the name of the company the warehouse once housed. Overland Industries. Industry. <laughs> Science and technology. <laughs> Someone has graffitied over the sign to make it read Overlord Industries. Oh, got him. Oh. Whoa. Protester? We know you're in there. This is the this is a, the coordination center. Big oil, big air, big cheese. All run from here. Oh shit! <laughs> uh, John, you can be Curtis. <laughs> I was Curtis. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I, you told me thousands. Give or fucking take. Curtis <laughs> points. There he is. He runs over to Amos. Curtis talks to him for a moment, and then points to Leah. Amos smiles, walks over. It's an honor to have your coverage, Ms. Gouler. You're easily the best reporter in Enid. Curtis grabs a camera, starts to film. Well, I don't know, Mr. Prepper. Big Prepper. Oh. Can't have the government getting my real name. Just supposed to meet yet. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, being out here is enough to draw their ire. Probably watching right now. Let me tell you, they get a chance to take us out. They won't hesitate. Hesitate. I hardly think the, the United States govern... Before she can complete the sentence, the large sign creaks and groans. Slide back. Let me down from here. She looks up just in time to see it break loose and swing in her direction. Amos leaps and knocks her out of the way. Smacks her in the head. There's blood everywhere. <laughs> As the sign crashes to the ground right where she was standing, Curtis stands nearby, camera on his shoulder, filming the near catastrophe. Whoa. No, how about whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Amos rolls off of Leah. Thank you. Thank you. They're not getting my family. He immediately realizes his mistake. Leah is momentarily confused, but quickly catches up. Uh, Amos? Interior living room night. Harriet launches on the couch. Edward enters from the kitchen. Have you seen Leah? Rub my feet. 
and I'll tell you where she is. No deal. Then laugh maybe... track. Laugh track. <laughs> <laughs> then maybe I'll tell you where Amos is. Edward sits, closes his eyes, and begins the most unpleasant experience. That's nice. Maybe more on the big toe. There's a corn. Edward drops to her. <laughs> Edward drops her feet. I can't. It's just not worth it. <laughs> Harriet knows the game is over. Fine. She's in the doghouse. Crawled in about half an hour ago. Edward panics. Oh! He bolts for the patio door. <laughs> On his way, he stops, grabs a large bottle of hand sanitizer, unscrews the cap, and pours it all over his hands. <laughs> <laughs> Interior bunker night a moment later. Lee and Amos share a laugh, a bottle of wine, and the oxygen tank. My favorability score is shot through the roof. Apparently nearly getting killed is good for ratings. I'm glad we finally met. Edward has told me so many good things about you. What a fun childhood you had. Apparently a little bit of crazy is good for the imagination. We should all be so crazy. They toast as Edward climbs into the bunker. I can explain! <laughs> Classic <laughs> sitcom. <laughs> he turns to see Leah and Amos smiling. Thank God you're here. I've got some ideas for your city council campaign. We need a man on the inside. Instantly relaxed, Edward grabs a glass and joins them, starting with a hit on the oxygen tank. Paid <laughs> out, end of act two. Oh, tag. Got a little tag here. Tag. You're it. Tag. <laughs> yeah, you're it. Uh, Not it. I'll, I'll do it. Exterior backyard night. Leah, Amos, and Harriet sit around a well-set patio table. Amos has an umbrella over his chair. Last time I ate outside, I got a fly lodged in my esophagus. Every time I swallowed, it was like I'd eaten a tiny iPhone set to vibrate. Curtis uh, opens a side gate and walks into the backyard. Hey, guys. Woo! Curtis! <laughs> oh, he's the, he's the code yeah, man. Yeah, I want him to be the guy that whenever he shows up, everyone's like, woo! He's the code man. But he probably should have thought of that, you know, a couple weeks ago when we read the first part. Curtis! Talia. I hope you don't mind. I'm taking him under my wing. Everyone should have a protege, don't you think? Curtis sits as Amos opens a second umbrella. Amos covers Curtis with the umbrella while pointing to the sky as if to say, They're watching. Whoa. Edward yeah. opens the patio Shit. door and walks out with a large pan full of food. Who's hungry? Everyone responds with excitement, leaning forward to the food. I promise there's enough chicken for everyone. Amos and Curtis lean back. Brother... Let me tell you about Big Chicken. <laughs> Fade out. End of show. End of the end. All right. That's yeah. it. End of, end of show. Okay. See you guys. Good night. Psych. We're still here. Um, so now that we're done with that, uh, we can get moving on a new film, Lawrence. Uh, what was it called again? Just a second. Oh, come on. Hurry up. Do, 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 I, I think it was called do, The Killing Man. Yeah. It's called The Killing Man. Ah, The Killing Man. Rated R. The Killing Man, 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 man. One man. And, and there was a little story about it to do. that you wanted to tell us, Lawrence, because yeah, this was is. sent in by a listener. It was. Um, can we say his name? Uh, yeah, we can say his first name at least. Okay, we'll say his first name is Thomas. Okay. Uh, I, where's Thomas? Hang on, I'm still struggling to open Oh, this. come on. <laughs> what do you want me to do? <laughs> Aren't you on my Wi-Fi? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we can cut some of this out if you want until you get the thing. Uh, where was I? Uh, was oh, yeah, I was going to figure out his computer area. Yeah. Little, uh, technical difficulties. Just so. wasn't, it just wasn't downloading. Uh, 
That's okay. You ain't too good on that computer. Yeah, yeah. No, you use that computer. So anyway, uh, this is a uh, an author's submission to us. Right. Uh, Thomas. And he actually wrote uh, uh, a little note about uh, the process with this. And I thought it would only be fair to uh, tell the story, well, of the little backstory. It would be fair. fair. I mean, I want to hear about it. Okay. Also, we don't get many backstories yeah, on the show. We don't so really. I'm exactly. glad to have one. I know. I'd love to have a so, story. Uh, the story of the killing man is apparently mm-hmm. he wrote this script more than 15 years ago. Wow. Yeah. And uh, it was uh, almost produced. It was actually picked up by a small studio. Uh, Lionsgate. <laughs> it was picked up by an indie studio. Miramax. I don't know if Miramax qualifies as an indie <laughs> studio. <laughs> but uh, it was That's picked right. up, and it got as far as the uh, nearly casting stage. Yeah, and they actually had uh, Alan Smithy signed to direct the film. <laughs> well, I know Lawrence gets that. I don't yeah, know. I, I get don't it. get it. Yeah. Explain it to me after the show. Uh, okay. Oh, you don't want to explain? Okay. I'll explain it now. Alan right. Smithy, if yeah. the director... It's a pseudonym. It's a pseudonym for, like, when a director didn't want his name attached yeah. to a project or uh, maybe... When they disown like, their movie, it's... Yeah, they yeah. use Alan Smithy. How's the real Alan Smithy feel about that? He's not very Prisoner. happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He can't get work anymore. <laughs> Poor guy. Oh, he only does bad movies. It's a shame. But, yeah, so apparently it was... Uh, it got as far as the, uh, the casting stage. Um, apparently... One of the actors uh, sought for one of the roles, I believe not the lead role, but the, uh, the, the role of uh, the secondary lead role, leading male role, I guess. Was, was Tom a, Berenger. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was John C. Riley. Oh, Get out. Get out. Yeah. I mean, sought for. Yeah. Like they sought him out. Yeah. And he was like, I'm not doing this piece of shit. Well, <laughs> I don't think it ever got that far. Can, Apparently it was told you that. You can uh, seek out whoever you want. Yeah. They were trying to uh, get him for it, but apparently uh, he uh, passed on it, uh, or apparently the money ran out quickly. Or maybe it got dropped because he refused to suck off Harvey Weinstein. Should have done it. I know. (laughs) But then if he did... That's a magical dick. But then if he did, then we wouldn't be reading this script right now because it would have been produced. So thank God he didn't suck off Harvey Weinstein for that reason. Good. And that that reason alone. This script was picked up by a studio, and... uh, Nearly what? Nearly made it to film. So uh, this will be a first for us. Yeah. And uh, he said he hoped that uh, we would do it justice. So does he know what that involves? Oh, that's so much pressure. I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, it appears that we open up with a lot of <laughs> stage directions here. Yeah. I'm laughing at the the contact. Yeah. Of the uh, <laughs> the entertainment it's group. A, it's a funny. Yeah. It's funny. West Hollywood. West anyway. Hollywood's very gay. It's a good thing this guy has that last name. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's Only Thomas knows what we're talking about, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. here's a little Easter egg for you there, Thomas. Okay, let's go. Yeah. Do you know what this is about at all? Uh, it appears a, to be a Western. Yeah, Western. Have we done a Western? No, we were going to do mine. <laughs> there you go. Sorry, I'm it's late apparently to the party on that one. A bounty hunter who's on the hunt for a serial killer. And I get to be the bounty hunter because you got the lead last time. Okay. If you want. I did get the last lead, so. Or whoever the lead is. That's what. Okay. Because you got the last time. I get to do it this time. Okay. Okay. Exterior. High plane. Oh, we're going to have to popcorn this because we've got a lot of directions here. All right. High plane day. A naked, serene landscape. Ooh. Dead wildflowers sway from a light breeze. (laughs) The sky is a sea of brilliant blue, but ominous clouds soon swallow the sun. Now the distant rumble of horses grows louder on the harsh, boundless terrain, moves closer, 
Closer. Somebody else. Four horsemen thunder ahead at an almost unreal speed. They are spread out wide, silhouetted by the darkened sky, like the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Exterior. <laughs> Exterior. High plains, shallow valley, day. A crude leather holster sheathes a Walker Colt 45 revolver, yeah. which is partly concealed by a canvas long coat. Hangs on the belt of a lone, lone horseman. Oh man, this guy's so cool. Who rides at a sluggish pace. A Stetson brim obscures his face. A coat of arms is pinned to his lapel. Exterior, high plain day. The four horsemen ride out ahead of the storm. Spur their horses with brutal force. Hooves tear at the earth. Hurl it in parcels through the air. Somebody else. Exterior, high plain, shallow valley, day. The lone horseman continues, his focus still on the ground. Exterior, high plain, day. The four horsemen slow their horses to a gallop. Exterior, high plain, shallow valley, day. The lone horseman stops suddenly, eyes fresh horse tracks in the ground. A lightning flash reveals John Morrison, handsome, rugged face, eyes could bore holes in steel. There you go, Jeff. Wait, hey, hey. <laughs> this is the lead. He called it. Fine. <laughs> yeah. And that, I mean, handsome, or maybe a little rugged, eyes that could warhol. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> 35? Me? Me? <laughs> <laughs> Call me Bronco. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. Yep. Call me Same Bronco. Movie. You got it. Didn't I get yeah. it? I got you it. You did? Oh, uh, yeah. <sighs> He pulls a sawed-off shotgun. I have one of those from a saddlebag. <laughs> pats his horse's neck. Quickly, she Pete. <laughs> she that's not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> she takes off like a bat out of hell. Ex Let me sleep on it. Exterior, high plain day. Clouds roll in black waves. Lightning scorches the heavens. The four horsemen ride on a leisurely gait, unaware of Morrison. It's me and my three friends. I think you're chasing after the four horsemen. Yeah, you're after the four horsemen. Oh, fuck them then. Who advances on them from behind. His long coat lashes behind him like a phantom's cape. He works the shotgun pump with one hand. Repeats. No, there's another round on the ground. It just fell on the ground now. Yeah. Way to go. A horseman wipes his, <coughs> wipes his neck with a white handkerchief. Glances back, <coughs> eyes widen as he sees. Maybe I'm chasing them to make friends with them. I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it, yeah. You're a, you're a steely bounty hunter. Oh, that's cool, too. I'm going to kill all of them. Lawrence? Morrison, who rides at a breakneck speed. A dissonant army bugle screams off screen in short bursts as is playing off the storm's erratic energy. The horseman who spurs his horse frantic. Horseman. John. Christ Almighty, Go! Go! The other horsemen follow his lead. Morrison is only yards behind them. He levels the shotgun, fires. The first horseman is struck in the back by the blast. Dead man now. Yeah, fuck you. The second horseman points his pistol behind him, attempts to steady it. Morrison unloads the second shotgun barrel at the second horseman. He's launched forward off his horse. His guts stomped into mush by the animal. Oh, wow. Oh, man. This and the horses start sliding all over his guts. graphic. It is. Morrison puts his shotgun away, reveals the Walker Colt, spins it, oh, sweet. fires. Man, this guy's awesome. The third horseman jerks forward, blood sprays from his chest. He grabs his horse's neck. They fall to the ground. Morrison swerves to avoid them, 
loses ground on the fourth horseman with the white handkerchief who escapes around a bend. Oh, shit. Exterior, fir tree grove day. Morrison squints from the rain, scans the trees. Ah, oh, it's raining. Ah. Oh. The fourth horseman hides among them, aims a pistol, hand shakes like crazy. Because they shoot with this hand. <laughs> <laughs> Nerves all the way. God damn. Morrison sees him, raises the walker colt. The horseman squeezes the trigger, fires. Oh, shit. Morrison falls off his horse, gets off two shots anyway. Tries to pull himself back up, but the pain is too much. Oh, man, I got shot. Interior, large cave, night. The shirtless, chiseled Morrison. Yeah. Me? Pulls a knife. Me, Morrison. <laughs> pulls a knife from a fire. He bites down on a piece of rawhide. Digs the rawhide. blade into his bullet wound. Hell yeah. Interior, large cave, minutes later. He wraps his arm. A horse clomping off screen stirs his interest. Exterior, large cave, night. He eyes the darkness, listens. All is quiet now. Exterior, Sierra Nevada, Sierra Nevada Mountains Day. He finds the horseman's blood-stained handkerchief, lines something up with his hand. Now he stands up, strokes his horse's neck. He went west. Exterior, Sacramento Valley Day. He rides through this vast, fertile... I love Sacramento Valley Day. It's one of my favorite festivals. <laughs> Dismounts yeah. for a closed look at flat white rocks, which Boring. are splattered with oh. blood. Exterior, Hillside Day. Super. San Francisco, 1849. There's a gold rush. The city stands in the distance. White tents cover them, the our hills. <laughs> yeah, tents for steamships. Tents with homeless people, am I right? <laughs> well, technically. It's San Francisco. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, steam cl steamships, clippers. Tents are part the of the uh, San Francisco tradition. <laughs> That's true. It's very, very true. It's tradition. <laughs> a crumbling Spanish fort. Morrison <laughs> rides <laughs> past <laughs> it. <laughs> Eyes, vultures, circling overhead. Exterior, riverbed, day. A 49er uses a California cradle to sort some useless dirt from riches. Or maybe fool's gold. Oh, no. Morrison stops. I'm looking for a man. Should have come through here in the past day. Not a man come through here. This one has a bullet in him. <laughs> Interior, dilapidated 19th century barn, dusk. He kicks the door open. Shotgun raised. Murky daylight filters in. Remnants of a campfire. A, ca a canvas Wells Fargo. A canvas Wells Fargo bag sits nearby. He opens it to reveal a stacks of cash. And now his eyes move to pile of human oh, entrails. Before he can even react, the ground shakes from a small earthquake. He braces himself. Now it ends. Oh, it's a goddamn San Andreas fault. <laughs> he listens to a low creak from overhead. Glances up at the fourth horseman, <sighs> who hangs from the rafters by a length of stained black rope. His throat is cut, Whoa. his abdomen slashed open. Morrison grips his shotgun, whips around. Show yourself. But there is no one around. Oh, no. He grabs the Wells Fargo bag. Exterior, dilapidated 19th century barn, dusk. He mounts his horse, glances back at the barn one more time, rides off. Lawrence, please. Oh, sure. Interior hunt saloon, night. Christmas wreaths decorate the walls. Men drink, laugh. The bartender is Bill Hunt, 35. Prize fighter frame. Everyone's 35. Yeah. Big knife in his belt. Everyone was 35 in the Old West. He eyes one drunk man, shove another. I'll ask you to kindly kill each other outside. The men ignore him, continue to fight. Exterior, Hunt Saloon Knight. 
swinging doors burst open. The two men fall into the street, land at Morrison's feet. Bill Hunt steps out, smiles at him. Then I take it you got my telegram. Morrison eyes the two beaten men, nods. It's good to see nothing's changed with you, Bill. Interior Hunt's saloon moments later. They sit together at a table. Bill Hunt pours whiskey into the two shot glasses. I hear they held up every bank east of Kansas. They came pretty close. That bunch was trouble back in the war. I don't know what in the hell made them volunteer. Montezuma's gold. Same reason a lot of men signed up to fight. Only there was no gold. Just a lot of angry Mexicans. Bill Hunt offers him a shot. You know how I feel about Mexicans. (laughs) Bill Hunt offers him a shot. He declines. Where will you go now, John? Morrison glances around. You've done well for yourself, boy. I certainly have. I got myself rotten rich serving rummies. Life could be a lot worse. Morrison sits back in the chair. (laughs) (laughs) Easy there. I don't know where I'm headed, but I'm done bringing in bounties. Bill Hunt looks surprised. Belts back a shot. Well, there's plenty going on here. You might think about staying. If there's a reason to stay, I'll stay. Exterior city street, night. City sidewalk. The dead horseman, Morrison. It's Christmas time and some yuts are hung over (laughs) the tree. (laughs) (laughs) The dead horseman Morrison found is laid out on a buckboard, which is pulled by horses. It stops. Several men, visible from the waist down, dismount their horses, <laughs> walk swiftly into... This just guts trailing behind them. <laughs> like intestines. This is bl- dragging like... Big red splotch along the dirt feet. road. <laughs> Interior, Hunt Saloon, continuous. Sheriff Ben Walter, 50, large gold ring, steps inside. Jack Walter, his son, 28, tall, wiry, and six deputies fan out around Bill Hunt and Morrison. Well, I hate to break up your tea time, Hunt, but I got a man out there who's been cut to hell and back. Then take him to a doctor. Afraid not. This one's dead. What's the fella's name, Jackie? Wilkins. Dan Wilkins. <laughs> He's one of them bank robbers from back east. Well, I heard, back east. Well, I heard he came in here last night, and you told him he'd wish he was dead if he ever came back. He didn't come back, Ben. Yeah, Ben. Guess your snitch left that part out. He glares at Deputy Smitty Smith, a tall, muscular man with chiseled features. Let's do it. I guess it's John's turn. Who wants to be hot Smitty Smith? So many sexy men in this film. I know, right? Who you calling a snitch, boy? How would you like your fat head stuffed right up your ass, Hunt? Find me a man who could do it, Jack. Jack steps forward. Jack steps toward him. He stands up. Ben steps between them, glares at Hunt. If I find out you killed him, I'll hang you right here. We'll have a drink to your goddamn broken neck. He eyes Morrison as he swaggers out, deputies in tow. Nora Hunt, 29, is quite pretty, with a noticeable limp. I wants to do it. It's yep. a girl part. Bill, are you all right? He drinks the second shot. Nora, would you fix Mr. Morrison a room? I need to step out. Interior, Hunt Saloon, Morrison's room, night. Morrison sets the Walker Colt bullets and the sawed-off shotgun on a dresser. He is neat and precise. You know, I actually, I like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, the whole beginning, it seemed really cool. Like, I would totally watch this. All these guts everywhere? Yeah. Nora Hunt. Guns. 
Cowboys. Yeah. God, Outlaws. guns, and guts. Actually, I think, Ooh, Jeff, West. you're probably going to have to give up the role yeah. of Nora. Somebody else be Nora. Well, seems like, seems like my character it? might yes. fuck her. But, you know, so many people are always telling me to fuck myself, so why? No. <laughs> <Maybe I> should... <laughs> That's a base hit by the left wing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Morrison sets the Walker Cole bullets and sawed off shotgun on the dresser. He's neat and precise. Nora Hunt stands in the open doorway with bath towels. Oh, nice. Will you be needing anything, Mr. Morrison? And who says you can't do women? <laughs> he can't do women. He continues <laughs> with his business, does not reply. My brother rises late, but I have breakfast ready by seven and. Don't mind the tremors. The earth just moves a little more out here, if you know what I mean. <laughs> right, so you need some tremors. I saw you in the back. <laughs> a set of manners would compliment the guns nicely, you know. He turns to her, maybe a bit surprised. Thank you. She sets the towels down on the wash basin, satisfied. Good job, mm. Morrison. He waits for her to go. That's how hot. John Morrison is is that like just being in the same room satisfies women sexually mm -hmm. loads a slug into the shotgun and he ain't talking about his weapon let me tell you hell yeah exterior desolate hill night Bill Hunt stumbles around drinks from a whiskey bottle mm -hmm. a oh, large man Bill. approaches him uh -oh. I think I'm better suited for the Bill Hunt character <laughs> a long blade knife slides out of his coat sleeves Bill Hunt turns to him flashes a drunken <laughs> smile what do you want? Interior, Hunt Saloon, Morrison's room night. Morrison lies down, boots still on. His eyes become heavy. Ooh, 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 ooh. Guys. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Flashback to... Exterior, quaint country house, night. A steady rain patters the roof. Oil lamps illuminate several windows. Interior... Quaint country house, same time. A younger Morrison, 25, sits in a chair, reads a book by lamplight. A beautiful Nerd. woman, 23, <laughs> snuggles in his lap, oh. closes the book. That's right. Come to bed, Joan. Oh. Interior bedroom, minutes later. Morrison leans over the woman, touches her stomach. I think it's a girl. What should we name her? Isabella, just like her mama. She starts to unbutton his shirt. He douses an oil lamp. What? Darkness. Oh. A female voice screams. Ah! I know. She had a miscarriage. End flashback. You can leave me hanging, guys? Uh, uh -huh. Sorry. Sorry. I'm like kind of invested in this movie, actually. <laughs> actually, yeah. I can understand. Yeah. You know, I'm just like, I'm, I'm into it. Uh, interior, Hunt Saloon, Morrison's Room, Night. He grabs his Walker Colt off the dresser. Exterior, Hunt Saloon, Night. He makes his way down a sloped roof. Jumps down to the ground. His horse is spooked. He strokes her mane. You're all right, girl. Thank you. Eyes something nearby. Exterior, desolate hill. Easy, night. girl. He walks past a crackling campfire. Eyes Bill Hunt's whiskey bottle. Pulls of blood. Now takes a knee. In defiance and disrespects the flag. <gasps> a horse off screen rides away. He looks over his shoulder, sees Bill, Bill Hunt. Hunt. Tied oh, no. Tied to a tree with a stained black rope, his throat, abdomen, are slashed wow. open like the horseman, so, Dan Wilkins. It seems like we got ourselves an Old West serial killer. Sounds like, yeah. yeah. Same M.O., man. He stands up. Exterior, Hunt Saloon Knight. 
Morrison carries Bill Hunt's body and sets him down on the front steps because that's good for business. Yeah, right. That has to violate some like health code laws <laughs> or something. Well, they didn't have health codes back then, you know. Well, they, pour you know, a little they, whiskey they, on it, you'll be I'm fine. I'm sure they had some set of standards that precludes uh, leaving a dead body right in the at the door. Why do you think it's the Wild West? They didn't have any laws. Oh, shit. He hears the lever action of a rifle behind him. Draws his Walker Colt in a heartbeat. Whips around. Jack Walter aims the rifle at his head. I don't think you're that fast. Morrison relents. Lowers the pistol. Pistol. Excuse me. People should be playing with guns like this. Jack strikes him with a shotgun stock. Thank you. Staggers him. Strikes him again. Harder. Morrison hits the dirt. Out cold. Interior jail cell night. Morrison is unconscious. Cheek swollen. Candlelight flickers. Flashback to... Interior, quaint country house, bedroom night. The younger Morrison lights an oil lamp. The beautiful woman clutches his wrist, concerned. Don't go. He strokes her face. You're all right. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be okay. Interior, quaint country house, living area night. Three banditos. Oh no, banditos. <laughs> through the front door. It's the cheetah or nah, the bandito. Morrison jumps on one of them, Somebody throws a forearm, <laughs> knocks him out. The second Shit. bandit slashes his back. <laughs> Morrison grabs an iron skillet, smashes him across Boom. the head. <laughs> <laughs> The beautiful woman screams off screen. Thank you. Nice. Interior, quaint country house bedroom moments later. Not so quaint anymore, is it? (laughs) She lies on the bed, her back to Morrison. The third bandit stands over her. She turns over now, her nightgown soaked with blood. Oh, no, she had a miscarriage because she was scared. John! No. He grabs a rifle propped in a corner, shoots the bandit. (laughs) Fuck you, bandit. And flashback. Interior JSL night. His eyes open. Ben Walter emerges from the shadows. Well, I see the boy gave you a beating. He's got his mother's temper, you know. I... Oh, yeah. What did he get from you? Well, he got himself a badge. When the rush started here, I only had two killings a day. Now I only got one a week, and that's because I don't take shit from nobody, and everybody knows it. But you blow into town, and I'm back to the bad old days. I had no reason to kill Bill Hunt. You had a reason to kill Wilkins. He was wounded by me. No more. I know who you are, Morrison. So go on back to whatever hell you're from. I'm making this a town for decent folk. Not for mercenaries. Jack Walter enters, smirks at Morrison. Your bail was paid. Now get out of my jail. I'll have the boy close that other eye. Morrison stands, eyes them. I guess I was mistaken then. How's that? I thought you were the man of the family, Ben. Jack lunges at him. Ben restrains him. Go on, Jackie. Get out. He leaves, but under protest. Ben Ben hands Morrison the walker colt. Business end pointed at mm. him. Well, that's not safe. No, it's, no, it's not. not. These people do not know proper gun safety. No, they don't. Should we uh, no. use that for a break? One more scene. Okay. Exterior, jail night. We have some bullshit in there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jack, Deputy Smith, smoke cigarettes, Whoa. watch Morrison leave. Smoking was not okay, even in the <laughs> Wild West. 
did not like smoking. Uh, Jack Walter? Oh, that was me. Yeah. <laughs> Shit! <laughs> I know how I deal with him. You think so? Ben Walter appears in the doorway. Gone, Smitty. You don't need to hang around. Hey, Jackie. You want to head on down to Rosie's? Oh, I like Rosie. He ain't gonna go in nowhere. So you got all those whores to yourself. Oh, that sounds awesome. Nice. Deputy Smith angrily tosses his cigarette down, walks on. <laughs> oh, did it not say they were standing on a puddle of gasoline? <laughs> I thought it said that. No. Oh, okay. You're mistaken. <laughs> what do I have to stick around? Do what you're told. Damn. <laughs> Look, we have folks to answer to here, boy. You get that through your damn head. But I didn't want to be a deputy. I'm tired of you going idea. off around. Said we have to continue the family business, and that's police. I just wanted to pay. Look, I don't care how how often you want to go around fucking them whores. You need to. But I like whores. <laughs> I do too, Jackie, but we got <laughs> we got shoot here we gotta do. And they're so cheap in eighteen forty nine. I know. Oh, what was I say, uh, God damn. <laughs> we have folks we have to answer to here, boy. Get that through your head. Maybe those folks should be happy that two no accounts ain't among the living. Ben's eyes narrow. Suspicious. What did you see over at Hunt's when he was all cut apart like? It was real dark. He did it. No, no. He so wanted it. Don't you start a flashback on me, boy. Okay, we can take a break now. Yeah. But it's a good beginning of a flashback. Yeah. It was real dark. No, but anyway, that's not going to be a flashback. No. Uh, but we will be back in a flash. I am in. Oh, nice. Oh. <laughs> After the break. Yeah, I was like having a hard time, you know, like. I don't know. I was just. I was enjoying. The, I was yeah. enjoying yeah, the film. Grossed in this movie. Uh, Thomas wrote wrote an excellent uh, uh, beginning here. Yes. And uh, we're all enjoying. We're going to enjoy more of it uh, after we, you know, like. Come back. And stuff. Yeah. But, uh, we'll be right back. We'll be right back. Real cowboy boots. Get back to my roots. Your friends are true, and so's the barbecue. Slow roasted beef is just the start of our 99 cent barbecue. Then we simmer that beef for a long spell in authentic barbecue sauce, and Arby's tops it with a 99 cent price, but not for long. Under a buck, so get in gear. The barbecue, it's better out here. The one and only barbecue, only 99 cents. In five. Shit, that was real. <laughs> that was real. What huh? happened? The bells pulled. Bells pulled. A little bit of trouble. It sounded like somebody Speaking. giving you Novocaine. <laughs> it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. In five. You want me to do it? No, I'll John, do it. John always yeah. does it. I know. Just say five. It's okay. Yeah. In five, four, three. And we're back uh, on the Unscripted Scripts show after a very funny count-in by John. <laughs> Should who, we keep uh, it? Still has a little bit of the Bell's palsy uh, <laughs> symptoms. <laughs> it's <laughs> not going to resolve in an hour. <laughs> he said five, five, <laughs> and five, and five, four, 
<laughs> oh, I felt funny. bad for laughing, uh, but it was funny. Yeah, don't feel bad for laughing. I, I don't feel I mean, bad I for you laughing. For... I would expect you to laugh, damn it. It's the second you said you had Bell's palsy, what did I immediately do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is Bell's palsy, huh? It's a condition. I promise you it's only temporary. Because he can't talk. The sizes of his face is numb. He can't speak properly. It's the Lyme disease. Like I got bit the by Lyme a tick. Disease. I had the tick and it sucked my blood and it gave me diseases. <laughs> the side of spirochete. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now that's out of the yeah. way. Let's get back to the old west. We have a bit of a problem here, gentlemen. Oh, what's the problem, well, John? We are enjoying the script uh, on yeah, its own merit too well, much. I mean, a lot of the <laughs> to beginning, be silly with it. Okay, so a lot of the beginning was um, stage directions. Yeah. It was all that you know description of things that would ha- was happening in you know m- very little dialogue and and uh, yes yes very hard to be silly with that. But you know what, I was enjoying it actually. So hopefully our listeners were enjoying it as well. I would hope so because uh, I was just kind of like you know following along with what was <laughs> happening. I was. <laughs> I was invested. We're I, too invested to be to be yeah, silly. This is I can understand why this to be might whimsical have, might have actually you know almost gone to production because it was this is, seems like a good film so yeah. far. I would watch this. You know, it'd be a cool. Well, I'm, not, so I'm not into westerns. Wow, west westerns story. Yeah, no. Is this western more of like a frontier story, Lawrence? Well, I'll say it's western because it's set in the west. Yeah, but it's not in like the it's not in like Kansas, you know. But but I'm also thinking like it's a western in the way, not like a you know uh, like High Noon or something. No, 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 I don't think it's. I'm thinking it's more like a like a Django Unchained or something. Is that a western? It is. I'm pretty sure this town is big enough for the both of them, though. Well, we're about to uh, let's find out. If this town is big enough for the both of them, okay. So shall we continue? Uh, Where are we? Interior Hunt Saloon. Upstairs, hallway, night. Morrison nears his door. Nora Hunt approaches him. Somebody should break Jack Walter's arms for what he did. I've seen worse. I told the deputies that you knew Bill from the war. They can be real threatening. He pushes his door open. I'm sorry about all this. Good night. He enters his room. I'll let you lick my pussy. Closes the door. Oh, ma'am, I've licked a lot of pussies in my day, including a couple horses. (laughs) Keeps them calm. Exterior, Hunt Saloon, night. A large man, dark clothes, black hat, face masked in shadow, eyes Morrison's window. He scrapes a stone flint, creates a flame, touches it to a thin cigar. Interior, Hunt Saloon, Morrison's room, same time. Morrison sits on the bed, touches his swollen cheek. A holy Bible. I'm pretty sure something other part is as swollen as too, right, guys? <laughs> Stumble over my own joke. God damn it! Only it's on the nightstand. He turns to Bible. He turns it face down. <laughs> Exterior hunt saloon. Same time. The large man puffs on a thin cigar. Stands motionless. Morrison's window. The light inside is extinguished. He slips into the shadows. <laughs> disappears. Interior hunt saloon. Morrison's room. Day. Morrison, shirtless, hell and yeah, and here we go, stands at a wash basin, wipes sweaty abs, <laughs> they're like dirty, you know, but like, yeah, he's going to wash them though to get them clean, yeah. but it's like hot, yeah, yeah, that's the idea, wipes dried blood off his face, a faint knock, nice, he looks preoccupied, does not react, excuse me, 
Nora Hunt enters. He sees her in a mirror. Have you considered knocking? She extends a bar of soap. There's he a takes a knock. That biscuit's left from breakfast. I'm not hungry this morning. Well, that makes two of us. And I did knock. Maybe you didn't hear. She sneaks a coy peek at him. <laughs> leaves. Hey, we're looking at my penis. <laughs> Why, this will keep me occupied until next spring. <laughs> <laughs> Quit looking at my chiseled abs. <laughs> Exterior, city of San Francisco. Day, establishing. Blocks of plywood buildings, see? And in San Francisco, everyone is looking at Morrison's penis. <laughs> nice. Extend away from San Francisco Bay to form the heart of this burgeoning city. Storefronts include dry goods, saloons, cafes, hardware stores. And a so rice store. <laughs> <laughs> the San, San Francisco Fran Treat. San yes. Francisco Treat. Sign on building reads Alta California, a newspaper. Exterior City Street Day. Morrison rides past a graveyard. Graveyard. Kids, it's are still just eight bucks. Eight bucks. As two grave diggers toss the body of Dan Wilkins, the horseman, into an unmarked grave. Exterior, Market Street Day. He dismounts in front of the nondescript building. Sign over the door reads, Wells Fargo and Company. Interior, Wells Fargo office. Moments later, he drops the canvas Wells Fargo bag on the counter. A bank officer stamps documents in a slow, machine-like manner. This money needs to go to Edwin Fourth and your Kansas City Bank. The bank officer does not look up. And? You'll need to include a note. Ooh, sounds very important. <laughs> it's really not. He stamps another document. It's only $4. Now he mutters to him, so that's a, like a thousand bucks in them days. It is a lot of money now that you mention it. Walks at a snail's pace away from the counter. <sighs> All his money is accounted for. No reply. Morrison's patience is fading. The bank officer returns with a fountain pen, still does not look up. Come on, then. What's the note regarding? The Wilkins gang. I killed them. He looks up now. Morrison winks. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me think of It's like uh, in Red Dead Redemption when you have a really high bounty. Oh, yeah. The <laughs> and the one guy in that one town. Yeah. When you go to pay it, oh my, oh, oh dear, <laughs> you're a bad person. <laughs> <laughs> He's always so shocked. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Interior. I was trying. Oh. I've been trying to do Arthur Morgan. I know. <laughs> of course. Really? <laughs> I haven't picked up on that. Interior. Mercantile shop day. A shopkeeper drops a sack of horses' feed onto a counter. <laughs> Ten pounds of feed. Beating the city. You got Ted's word Best on Best in the city. Oh. Jeez. Sorry, I'm having trouble seeing. No, you're not. Don't blame that on your Bill's palsy. My right eye doesn't blink on its own. <laughs> I have to manually operate it myself. Excuse me. Ten pounds of feed. Best in the city. You got Ted's word on it. Morrison looks through a window, sees Ben and Jack Walter leading a bound Chinese man down the <laughs> yeah, street. Chinaman. <laughs> now he eyes the shopkeeper again. Best in the city, huh? A large man enters now, wearing a black hat. I bet it's the same guy from before. Coat. Only hints of his 
hideously oh. scarred face are visible. Call me Bronco. He's not beautiful like me. He reaches into a... <laughs> <laughs> this is Bronco. This is Bill yeah. Murray's Bronco from uh, Groundhog Day, the tall man. Bronco. He reaches into Call a glass Bronco. jar full of things. You can't be Bronco because <laughs> you're in the scene with... I know. I was just oh, repeating the thing see. from the movie. I see. I wasn't trying to be the scarred man. I see. Somebody else can be the scarred man. He reaches into a glass jar full of thin cigars. Who's the scarred man? I'll do I guess it. you are, because John's the shopkeeper. How much? Five cents apiece. That's one fine smoke, all right. Real popular. The scarred man tosses coins down, ding, clinks ding, another oh. repeatedly on the <laughs> counter. Ding, 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 ding. What brings you to town, friend? Throw in one of those flints. His eyes move towards Morrison, who senses it. The shopkeeper is oblivious. We have a lot of folks coming and going now. It's not like the old days. Oh, no. But I do hope your business here has gone all right. My business here isn't done. He stops clinking the coin. Morrison touches his walker colt. I suggest you make your intentions clear. The scarred man reaches into his coat. Just as three children enter through the front door. In unison, three children. How much is your penny, Why don't you step right up and let's see what we have? Female child, uh. Did you see? They're hanging a Chinaman today. The jubilant little ones, unaware. Get right between Morrison and the scarred man. Now listen here, little young female child. It's not polite to say Chinaman. Asian Americans, please. It's Asian American. Now you don't know. They might be from Japan or Korea or Laos. The shopkeeper opens a full jar of black licorice sticks. They just love this stuff. Morrison, yeah. the scarred man, are locked in a stare down. Chung, chung. The shopkeeper realizes, smile disappears. Black licorice sucks. The scarred man turns now, exits. Morrison removes his hand from the walker colt, grabs the sack of feed. Exterior, Portsmouth Square, day. Morrison rides his horse through a noisy crowd. Noisy crowd? See, we're hanging with Chinaman today. Jack Walter leads the Chinese man by the neck. Shit. Ben Walter stands with Mayor Edwin Dobbs, 46, stout, well-dressed. He's probably a railroad guy. Ooh, uh, who wants to be man in crowd? Because I see this uh, word here. Mm. Oh, I don't want to. It's an interesting word. Well, uh, murdering Chinaman, hang them all. That's not the word. I know that's not the word. We're not going to say the word. <laughs> We're, we do a, 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 a racially sensitive <laughs> sort of program. Since when? But well, we don't I mean, want the Irish. <laughs> right. So we don't use certain words. So a group of just Chinese totally bad ones. So we yeah. use some of the slurs. Yeah. A group of Chinese we use some. <laughs> we use some of the slurs. Here. Some of the slurs. A group of Chinese women huddle together, sob. A gallows. Jack uses his left hand to cover the Chinese man's head with a sack. Slips a noose around his neck. The crowd becomes hushed. The trap drops. The man's body twitches, falls limp. <laughs> The wails of the man's family are drowned out by the whoops of the crowd. Morrison. These must be the decent folk. He rides on. Interior, Hunt Saloon Day. 
Nora chops a carrot, sees Morrison walk down the stairs, steps out from behind the bar. I was hoping to speak with you. It's not the best time. What is your price to find my brother's killer? He reaches into his coat, reveals a wad of paper bills. Your brother was a good man, but I don't do that kind of work anymore, and it's getting dark. Then you're just leaving? I'm sorry for your loss. Bill was all I had in the world, and I can't accept that he died in vain. Gutted like some animal. He sets two paper bills on the table. That should cover the room and what you get. They're actually paper effigies of her brother, Bill, hoping that makes her like, feel better about it. Like, you know, here, you can get on with these. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I tried. I'm sorry. Also, as we, um, we talked about this before, um, they didn't really have paper money yeah. before they the Civil War. They heavy coins. And earlier they said it's 1849. So, uh, yeah. Tommy, hey, Tommy, get it together. Yeah. That should cover the room and what you pay to get me out of jail. For entrance, he pushes the swinging doors open. Mr. Morrison, I didn't pay to get you out of jail. He looks surprised, turns uh, to her. I bet it was the scarred man who paid to get him out of jail. Well, well, Ben Walter wouldn't just let you out. Not unless he or Jack had a reason to mm. do so. Uh. Exterior, Portsmouth Square, day. Morrison rides his horse past the gallows. The Chinese man dangles by his neck. Still? Exterior, Redwood Forest, day, dusk. He rides at a controlled pace. Eyes the massive trees. He suddenly pulls on the reins. (laughs) He is controlling it with a metronome. (laughs) He listens. Another horse trots. Let's say, whoa. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) He listens. Another horse trots. He glances back, sees nothing. All right, girl. Let's go. Exterior, Redwood Forest, day, dusk. He rides on, looking to the looks to his right. A large man rides a black horse, <laughs> wears a black coat, a black hat, black gloves, and he disappears behind some trees. Is it the scarred man or a different large Must be. man? Yeah. Morrison slides the walker colt from his holster. Where is he, girl? Oh, the horse is a girl. <laughs> the large man. Well done. The, yeah, large, I knew that. the large man emerges ahead of them, rides in a zigzag fashion, taunting. Whoa. Morrison pats his horse. Right, she girl. picks up the pace, Come on, closes girl. in on the black horse. You're the large right, man girl. disappears again. Morrison, agitated, glances over his shoulder as <gasps> a tree branch. Oh, no. Comes down hard on his head. Uh, knocks him to the uh, ground. God damn it. The walker colt <laughs> falls oh, nearby. Shit. His horse comes to his side, nudges him. He swipes at the ground, disoriented. Gun. The large man dismounts the black horse, holds a long knife in his left hand. Morrison locates the walker colt just as the knife comes down at him. Oh, shit. His horse kicks the large man yeah. who stumbles, yeah. drops the Fuck knife. Fuck you. Morrison gets to his feet, unsteady, the Walter Col- walker colt drawn. Hell yeah. The large man is gone. A horse, off screen, trots away. Different horse, not my horse. Not my, not my girl. He picks up the knife, strokes his horse. You're all right, girl. He touches his throat, sees a drop of blood on his finger, presses a bandana against the wound. Oh, that's a banana. What? I, thought I, said ba- I actually thought I said banana. <laughs> Not a banana <laughs> no. against his wound. Well, I mean, bananas were you know, pretty medicinal in those days. Interior, Hunt Saloon. Nice. No, they weren't. <laughs> 
Nora eats her dinner by candlelight. She eyes the swinging doors as they open, strains to see who entered. Morrison steps into the flickering light. My price is 500 ahead, and I'm always paid in advance. Interior Hunt Saloon night. Morrison eats. His table etiquette is superb. I so, have good manners. So, yeah, not only chiseled, good chiseled, looking, good looking, good manners. Top. A piercing blue eyes, which I added myself because I have piercing blue eyes. And um, I've seen bluer. Uh, no, actually, you haven't. Uh, <laughs> extremely handsome. Um, what else is there? Charming, but like in a rugged sort of way. And good manners. Uh, excellent manners. I mean, that's me, 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 me. Call me Bronco. I have a fantastic body, and I've gone months without looking. <laughs> <laughs> and you think 18th century French poetry is an incredible waste of time? <laughs> <laughs> that one's for you, Laura. <laughs> Good job, Lawrence. Nice. Uh, Nora, if you, if you wheel. Call me Nora if you like. And I'd be lying if I said I wasn't curious why you changed your mind. Well, I thought I might just get a taste of that pussy if I found out. Oh, well, you don't even have to try. (laughs) The stew is good. Off her expectant smile. And it looks like I have unfinished business here. She sets money on the table. He takes it. It's all there. Did Bill have any friends, enemies to speak of? We had trouble with Ben and Jack Walter. Truth is, Bill kept to himself mostly, but I know he was fond of George Barker. Who is that? A doctor. He's the one who took Bill's body. His office is on Jackson Street, number 12. Thunder Rolls! That is a Garth Brooks reference. Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone ever knows about Garth Brooks. I got friends in low places. Nobody knows any other songs. Thunder Rolls. No, nobody knows that song. Ain't Going Down to the Sun Comes Up. Okay, yeah. Ain't Going Down to the Sun Comes and Up. And Thunder Rolls. Pick up truck. Some listeners will get it. Please write in to scriptshow at gmail.com to tell me that you got my reference. Thank you. Interior, Dr. Barker's office day. Several knocks at the door. Blam, 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 blam. George. Bang, 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 bang. Thank you. George Doc Barker, 58, a wisp of a man, opens it. Mm-hmm. Morrison stands outside in a steady rain. If you're not at death's door, then come back in the morning. I'm here to talk about Bill Hunt. The man is dead, sir. And I don't believe I know you. Name... I don't know you, that's my purse. <laughs> the name is Morrison. I was told you could help. The doc looks him over. Interior, Barker's office, minutes later. Books piled everywhere. Titles from medicine to mythology. Morrison, Whoa. his hat off, good manners, damn it, sits in an armchair. Doc pours himself a shot from a bottle. Billy told me all about Mexico. It takes an uncommon man to stare into the face of death. Rum? I don't imbibe. The doc is seized by an asthmatic yeah, cough. <laughs> Drinks a shot, which calms it. This land they don't drink. I knew Nor wouldn't believe that Chinaman killed Billy. So why did they hang him? Well, a lot of folks hate the Chinese, you know. Uh, <laughs> it's very matter of fact. We just kill them whenever something well, goes wrong. You know, I can't say I blame them. 
Ben Walter <laughs> gave them what they wanted. <laughs> That's not justice. So you have any idea why someone would want Bill dead? The doc pours himself another shot. You say your name is Morrison. I've read stories about a hired gun by that name from back Chicago way. Thanks for your time. He gets up to leave. The doc grabs a stack of papers. Stack of papers. Get the papers. I don't know why someone would want Bill dead. Truth is, I've treated stabbed men a thousand times, yet this time it's the similarities that got me. Billy and that outlaw Wilkins. They have a quarter speaking. pounder with cheese, but they don't call it a quarter <laughs> pounder with cheese. They call it a royale with cheese. Sorry. Billy and, Billy and that outlaw Wilkins, medically speaking, I have never seen anything like it. It's all here in these notes, these copious notes. I better be going. I knock at the door. Wait, Wait. don't forget the notes. <laughs> yeah, no, shit. Why is he leaving? That's evidence. Could help. He can help him. But he's like, I'm getting out of here. Fuck you. Exterior, Doc, Doctor. Doc Barker's office. Night. Doc Barker, Morrison, walk through the rain. It seems a boy's been cut up in Tent City. You're welcome to ride with me. <laughs> I ain't going to no homeless town. <laughs> all them shanty people shitting all over the place and filling San Francisco streets with turds. <laughs> they untie their horses. Why did they come all the way down here? I'm assuming the victim is close to death. Are you some sort of miracle worker? Hardly. I'm the coroner. Chung, chung. Ding, 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 ding. Exterior, 10 city night. Dense fog abounds. Morrison, Doc Barker, appear on foot. Miners stand around a bloodied young man, 20. What happened to this boy? Should be pretty clear, Doc. Morrison shoots him a withering look. Does someone want to add to that? Add what? Uh, okay. Well, Charlie the Kid here had words with a fella. What kind of words? I don't know. We heard Charlie shouting like holy shit was being handed down and run up there. Holy shit. Otherwise, the bastard would have killed him like a stuck fucking pig. <laughs> do you know who cut him? You said I had something to do with it, Doc? Morrison grabs him by the collar. He asked if you know him. Well, nope. And I didn't see him neither. The tent he'd done his evil in is just up the hill, but the fucker cleared out right fast. Interior, miner's tent night. Hey, we got profanity in the script, fellas. We do. We do. Didn't have to add it ourselves this time. Oh. I never add profanity. I do sometimes. Maybe you guys add profanity. I'm, I do I do a clean show. I do all the time. I thought we did a, this is a Mormon program. I do on occasion. You know, when the mood strikes me. This, this <laughs> is, I like to explore the space. I'm, tr I'm, look, I'm trying to market this show to Cornerstone Television, okay? <laughs> We got a lot of work to do there. Yeah. <laughs> Interior miners, you tent know, night. Just just keep, be, be, be mindful. It says fuck in the script. <laughs> but, hey. <laughs> says, what did I say <laughs> about the language? <laughs> but it's in the script. It's in the script. Oh, sorry, oh, bell, oh, your bell's palsy. Your bell's palsy is acting up. Morrison crawls inside, holds an oil lamp. The tent is empty. Blood is Splattered on ceiling walls. And come. <laughs> a roll blanket. We do a family show, Jeff. Oh, shit, I forgot about that. Is Immediately, pushed... you forgot about it. <laughs> a roll blanket is pushed into a corner. He opens it, removes a length of stained black rope. The black rope. Exterior, Tent City Night. Morrison stuffs the stained black rope in a saddlebag. Ben and Jack Walter, along with Deputy Smith, ride up. 
You know, I'm getting real curious why you're still hanging around. It's not every day a man tries to kill you on your way out of town. He eyes Jack Walter, who sneers. What's your business with the doc? I had a headache. Don't be a smartass with us, boy. Who paid to get me out of jail? An old friend of yours. I don't have any old friends. This boy, Tumble Jim, seemed to think otherwise. They had to change it from something else, Jim. He used to be a different <laughs> oh, no. kind of Jim. <laughs> but we changed it. And Jesus, somebody roasted him real good at the Friars Club. Shadow, <laughs> 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 his name was. Listen, settle your scores someplace else, killer. Not in my town. They ride off. Interior, large miner's tent, night. Uh, gentlemen, what? I, I request a pause because even though I pee during the break mm -hmm. as a good boy, yeah. I have to pee again. Okay. Okay. Um, yes. That's fine. We'll pause. We pause for a little bit. And I had the Bell's palsy. You will pause. Well, you don't, 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 you don't get to just use that Bell's palsy excuse for everything, okay? <laughs> even my bladder? My overactive bladder? Okay. So is half of your, does half of your bladder have to pee? Yes. Okay. Then that, that's, yes. that's I have acceptable. Bell's palsy of also this the bladder. Is the entire body, not just your face. My whole left side. It's your ho then how can you walk? Like this. Like, like what? You're this just way. Sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> when I said you're just sitting there, you should have said, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Missed opportunity. All right, we'll be right back. And we're back. Uh, After our group piss. Our repeat, and, and um, we were just talking about how difficult it was to open cans back in 1849. Because <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have, uh, have a can opener That's yet. That's true. It's a real shame that the listeners weren't, on, weren't in on that discussion, isn't it? Yeah, we should have been recording while we were talking about that for 30 seconds. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what they say, sometimes the best stuff is left on the cutting room floor. But what are you going to do? Yeah. yeah. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to suffer? Let's continue. Yes. Interior, large miner's tent, night. It's a tent full of miners, like underage kids. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, this is the kind of place to be. Morrison leans over the injured young man. Doc Barker looks on. He's a young man. Miner. The man who cut you. What did he look like? He's delirious. Quiet. The young man attempts to form words, as I do. <laughs> Morrison hangs on them. Maybe you should. <laughs> yeah, really. You should be the young man. It it was black. The black man. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> he closes his eyes. Falls unconscious. Strong man took the knife to him. Strong man also got the best of Bill Hunt and Dan Wilkins. Exterior tent city night. Morrison, Doc Barker mount their horses. Would you consider a visit to the Undertaker, Harper? Billy's corpse is still there. I've never found a dead man to be much help. I thought I'd show you the burns. What do you mean, burns? <gasps> cigar burns. The doc reaches in a saddlebag. I, I bet it's cigar burns. Reveals a stack of papers. Read them over. If you're still interested in the morning, I'll see you at 8.30. If not, I'd ask for them back. Harper is at the corner of DuPont and Clay. Interior, Hunt Saloon, Morrison's room night. Morrison looks over Doc Barker's papers. Handwritten notes include December 27th, 1849. Primary cause of death. Massive blood loss as a result to severe trauma of vein arteries. He rubs his eyes, sets them aside, douses a lamp. 
Exterior, waterfront, night. Thank you. A Union Army soldier, cigarette in mouth, tries to light a flint. Dang it! <laughs> Let me help you. A gloved hand holds out the flame, lights a cigarette. Thank you, friend. A knife blade glints, slices his throat. So oh. He chokes on blood. This guy's just going around killing everybody. A large man stands before him now, plunges the knife into his chest. Interior. Oh, wait. Go ahead. Somebody else. Interior. Hunt Saloon Day. Morrison eats breakfast. Nora goes to pour him coffee. You don't need to do that. She sets the pot down, smiles, impressed with his manners, and chiseled good looks, and electric blue eyes. Why, thank you. Well, how uncommon. He pours himself a cup. When I finish my work here, I'll go whether or not I've found Bill's killer. I'll return your money if I don't complete the job. I thought we had an agreement. An agreement is not a promise. My decisions are based on business, nothing more. May I ask, Mr. Morrison, what your other business is? I'm not obliged to tell you that. You're supposed to be much obliged, damn it. You well, have good manners. Well, in this instance, I'm not obliged. Most oh, I... of the time, I'm much obliged. <laughs> For example, when you offered me the coffee, I was much obliged. But in this case, I am not obliged. Oh, I understand, you know, being a whore and all. Yeah, I feel obliged. Yet you feel obliged to tell me not to count on our agreement as if I should have expected such a turn of events. Agitated, she walks away from the table. <laughs> I haven't lost the bounty yet. I can tell you that. She turns to him, more assured. <laughs> That's very good, being assured. <laughs> Bill's funeral is today. Do you think you'll be attending? No. I understand. It's not such an easy thing to say goodbye. Interior, Undertaker's office, oh, bombing room, so day. Morrison, Doc Barker, stand over Bill Hunt's naked corpse, looking at that big, juicy cock of his. <laughs> Look at his wiener. For one last time. <laughs> Lacerations on his abdomen and neck are stitched up small, circular burns. Small, oh, no. circular burns dot his bluish chest. Yeah, exactly. Chest. It was the cigar from the scarred man. And then they reach into his mouth, and they pull out a cocoon <laughs> with a butterfly inside. Oh my God! I think your lines crossed. <laughs> what is that from? Or maybe the uh, the what is, what is that from? Maybe the it's, uh, uh, from. Uh, uh, wait, I'm gonna tell you where it's from, but because maybe the the naked Bill uh, Bill Hunt is also draped with his uh, in like a, a bathrobe, and his dick and balls are tucked between his legs. Exactly. There you go. Yeah. Would you fuck me? <laughs> I'd fuck me. The burns are from a cigar cigarette. Wilkins had them too. This was the same killer. You sound pretty sure of that. Both men had their throats cut. That's what killed them. The abdominal cavity was then opened. He went in below the sternum. No skill here. Just brute strength. What point can be made if they're dead? The doc points to a long laceration. Look here. These wounds also suggest our killer favors his left hand. Jack Walter favors his left. You don't say. This is all guesswork, Doc. There is no proof of anything. The Doc nods to himself. Contemplative. In 1836... Oh, here we go, goddammit. <laughs> 
James Marsh, an English uh, chemist, hunker down. confirmed arsenic is the cause of death in a murder trial. He used a series of chemical processes on the walls of the victim's stomach. More! In 1784. <laughs> 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 in, in 1784, again in England, John Toms was convicted of murdering one Edward Clushaw with a pistol. A wad of crushed paper used to secure powder and the muzzle matched a torn newspaper found in Tom's pocket. No way. Where are you getting at? There's a new science. I believe it will be a way to prove how someone is killed and in some cases by whom. We follow the science. I don't believe in science. I believe in horses. Well, not in (laughs) mine. (laughs) Well, not in my lifetime, but it will come to pass. Oh, yes! <laughs> Morrison turns, hunts palm up. Eyes are burned in eyes are burned in image. Image of Saint Michael with sword stands on a defeated Satan with horns and tail. Typical of 1840s Mexican iconography. Hey. <laughs> San Miguel, the wearer of men's souls. I saw this in Mexico. Do you think a Mexican did this? Mexicans have the fear of God. No Dios. <laughs> Whoever did this has no fear. Exterior, empty lot, day. Humble, Jim. His scarred face, <laughs> partly visible, approaches Jack Walter, who throws the dead Chinese man's clothes on a fire. Jesus, you are not real easy to look at in daylight. I don't have time to waste. Well, Jim, you're in my world, so you could waste whatever time I see fit. Unless, of course, you'd like to pack up your shit and head right the hell on out. What do you want? Jack tosses a straw hat on the fire. Let's step inside and talk about it. I don't want too many eyes on us. Interior, Undertaker's office, embalming room day. Morrison watches Doc Barker add a clear liquid to a Petri dish. We can't rule out drugging, so... Like our English friend Marsh, let's see what the stomach fluid tells us. Would you like a closer look, Morrison? Oh, I'm okay from here. A door opens. Richard Harper, 50, the undertaker, steps in. Are you almost done here? Oh, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I need to prepare this body for services. Mr. Harper! (laughs) I can't. Mr. Harper, we must not rush this. Oh, no. <laughs> I, cu- I can't do that for this whole thing. You can do it now. Too much Mr. Stuff. Harper, we There's must not much... rush this most delicate process. There's too much dark Doc Harper to do yeah, Paul Bear. Yeah, I can't do Paul Bear like that. You're an odd little man, George. I'm sure they said the same about Napoleon. <laughs> Napoleon. Of course, he did rule an empire. Collect your instruments and leave. Like a saxophone and his accordion? <laughs> no, just my concertina. <laughs> He's walking away like... There's <laughs> one man band okay. suit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's walking up... Psh, 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 <laughs> knee cymbals. <laughs> cymbals are right. <laughs> psh, psh. You know, this is awfully inconvenient for when I have to go into surgery. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Pfeffernoos. <laughs> He has a big a bass drum on his back because <laughs> he's doing surgery. Every time he moves his arms, 
Yes, but he is quite good. <laughs> he is. It's really noisy. <laughs> <laughs> the nurses hate assisting him because of how noisy it is when he's doing surgery. <laughs> oh, no. I actually sewed up one of my finger symbols in the patient. <laughs> <laughs> and he, like, puts, he puts a mask on, but it, like, uh, it, it puts the, uh, like, his harmonica too close to his face. He's just like... <laughs> <laughs> he swallows his kazoo. <laughs> this, guy, this guy at work, this guy at work was telling me when he was a kid, he like had a kazoo in his mouth and he fell and it like got like lodged in his throat. <laughs> so I was just laughing, going like, and like, oh. <laughs> that was sure hot, Mo. <laughs> uh, he walks out, <laughs> stubborn ass. <laughs> I'll go speak with him. He follows him out. Morrison stays behind, eyes the icon of San Miguel, burned San into Miguel. Hunt's palms. Interior, Undertaker's office. Minutes later, Morrison exits the embalming room. Doc Barker sips from a flask, coughs under his breath. <coughs> Doc Barker's going to die. He probably has the tuberculosis. Yeah. No, he's an alcoholic. No, I think he has the tuberculosis. Coughing always. Every time someone's coughs in a movie, they die. It's neither. I've got the pleurisy. Let me point something out to you. A man who drinks like that and he don't eat, eat, he's going to die. Oh, shit. When? <laughs> <laughs> Let um, me finish it next time, will you, please? <laughs> I know you know. He was finishing it for you. No, I was talking to him. A message came for you, Morrison. He hands him a square of paper, which Morrison unfolds, written on it, you will know soon. You will be next. When did this arrive? Just now. A boy delivered it. Morrison heads for the door. A boy. That could mean two things. Something wrong? It's the West, Jeff. It's the West. That's right. It's the West. Something wrong? down the Chinese out there, not the the other folks. That's right. Yeah. They make them build the railroads. Exterior, City Street Day. Morrison grabs a newspaper boy by the arm. Did you leave a message for Morrison? I don't know what you mean, sir. <laughs> he eyes another boy who jumps on a wagon. Hold on, boy. The wagon picks up speed. He tries to keep up with it on foot. It rounds a corner, disappears into waves of people. He loses sight of it, frustrated. Exterior, another city street, day. He walks his horse. Duck Bucker catches up with him. I'd like to work with you, Morrison. Morrison ignores him, continues to walk. You have to agree that these killings are anything but ordinary. I'll agree with that. The doc struggles to keep up with him. <laughs> Can you slow down, please? <laughs> there are I'm not walking that fast, Doc. <laughs> this is merely a mosey, and you can't keep up. a stroll up. or a mosey. <laughs> mosey. There are stories I've poured over for years. The journey of Ulysses, the ten labors of Hercules... <laughs> And I'm now ready to embark on a that similar Greek, adventure. Who are you reading that Greek faggot shit for? <laughs> you know, they used to fuck boys, don't you? Well, we all like what we like. <laughs> I'm open-minded. <laughs> this is San Francisco, Jack. <laughs> I know what kind of queer shit goes on in San Francisco. <laughs> But I think you're taking it a little too far there, Doc. <laughs> well, not for me. Uh, Look, I can handle all the butt-fucking and the <laughs> dick-touching. And the corn-holing. And the corn-swoggling. <laughs> when you start touching little kids, now i got a problem. 
<laughs> I never touched those kids. <laughs> the doc struggles to keep oh, up wait. with them. Hold on, where am I? Oh, there are stories that poured over for years: <laughs> the journey of Ulysses, the ten labors of Hercules, and I am now ready to embark on a similar adventure. Those are stories, Doc. Fiction. But th- this city is small, but there are places a man could hide. <laughs> You'd have a Such hell- as another man's ass. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have a hell of a time finding him as skilled as you are. I know the city, and I know the people. And history has taught us that people talk. You belong to the city. Morrison mounts his horse. History has also taught us that folks who do things they have no business doing end up dead. And Hercules endured 12 labors, not 10. Exterior, Horv's Day. Morrison watches two Union Army soldiers console a hysterical woman. Ah, jeez. Another hysterical woman. What else is new? Am I right, fellas? (laughs) It's there! Over there! Exterior, Horv's, moments later. The Union Army soldier from the night before is tied to a piling with black rope. His naked torso ripped open. The remnants of a small fire smolder nearby. One of the soldiers covers him with a military coat. Morrison rides on. (laughs) Like, I've seen enough to see here. (laughs) Interior large miner's tent day. Looks like the black rope guy struck again. (laughs) Nothing to see here. (laughs) Morrison steps inside, looks around. It is empty. Exterior tent city day. He walks up to an old miner. Where is the boy? He was, he was 19. He was an old miner. <laughs> he was an old miner. That's like 17. 17. Sorry. <laughs> Where is the boy? He was in the tent up the hill. Oh, I don't know. Uh, they took him. Who, Doc Barker? Who? <laughs> <laughs> He's a big fan of the Greeks and the kind of shit that they did. <laughs> we ain't got no time in that fancy. Don't, uh, don't know. As army fellows just came and uh, scooped him up, you know. Exterior. Mayor's office, day. Mayor Edwin Dobbs stands with a Union Army officer. Super. Captain William Tecumseh Sherman. <laughs> Sherman's famous red hair, bad temper, are on display. John B. Tecumseh Sherman. Well, no, it's General Sherman of the yeah. uh, Civil War. Oh. Damn it. The guy who burned everything? Right yeah, here. he's cool. These streets are crawling with the worst element of a nation. The bad always comes with the good. They are reluctant twins, after all. I would gladly accept orders to report to hell if it meant leaving this place forever. With all the queers and whatnot. Ben Walter approaches them. Damn right. Man, I believe you know Captain Sherman. William T. will suffice, Edwin. Captain, I saw your bell at Union Hall just last week. The minstrels provide some <laughs> fine entertainment. All the shucking in and jiving and the oh, stepping in and fetching. Jesus Christ. A good time was had by all, especially them children. Yeah, the little children just love to show. <laughs> I have affairs to attend to now. And I believe you do too, Sheriff. <laughs> he walks on. Ben eyes Mayor Dobbs, unsure. Exterior, open country day. Out here. Out here. Out here. Dodge Ram. Minimum price, $90,000. <laughs> Out here, Morrison eyes a pack of wild horses in the distance. Now he turns to wooden area, sees evergreen branches. Moving around, he pats his horse's neck. Let's go, girl. Interior, mayor's office, day. 
Ben Walter sits across from Mayor Dobbs. Mm. Lawrence is doing a scene yeah. with himself as well, we sit back and relax and watch him close like, out okay, the show. Go for like it. we got a meeting. The problem here is the young man who later died was a nephew of General Riley, yeah, Governor Riley, over at the Presidio. He also fought bravely as a volunteer in the war. Well, I'll be damned. You see, Ben, this just adds to the general's doubts about you. What the hell does that mean? Well, the council prefers a police force as they have in other cities. Police force? Well, I bet the damn law and order party is behind this. Well, Captain Sherman informed me that a corporal was found near Clark's Point earlier. Someone mm -hmm. cut him open and placed burns oh, on his skin. No. Well, Mayor, you can be damn sure that well, the general arrives from Monterey on Christmas Eve. Should you bring in the man who killed his nephew and that soldier, you can keep your badge at my request. Christmas Eve's only two days away. I don't... Then I'd suggest you get to work. Nelco. And I think that is a great spot to end. Is it? Is it? Yeah, we are at our usual time. Okay. All right. And uh, I like... This is the first time we actually got to have Lawrence do a scene with himself. Well, it is. Yeah. Well, it's probably not the first time. They can't do it. It's, it's not, the, not, the, first it's not time, the first time, but, but it is the longest. Yeah, it is the longest. And uh, I like to end on a high note. Okay. All right. Um, so, yeah, we had a lot of fun here tonight. I certainly had fun. We certainly have. Yeah. Uh, I've enjoyed this movie. I've enjoyed this movie. I've been enjoying this movie more than like reading the movie. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, when we like kind of, you know, we, we like to, you know, have a little, little goofing around yeah. and stuff. I've been enjoying the movie. Uh, I think more than goofing around. We on might it. be oh. too invested to be funny. So sorry, listeners, for like that. But see, no, but our but listeners, no, no, we're not, not going to apologize to the listeners. Okay, and here's why. Okay, because even if even if we're not like goofing around a whole lot, even though that's kind of our thing, maybe they're enjoying the movie as much as we are. You know, I haven't thought of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like maybe they're also just enjoying. Even if we just like, if we just took the script and just read it. Straight, like and actually try. We were trying. We were like, you know, acting out like the characters for real and everything. Maybe they would enjoy that. Maybe we would try a backup show of just doing that. No, no, we're not doing that. No, okay. that would take way too long. No, we're not, not going to do that because I don't want to. <laughs> um, Only if Jeff wanted to. We're kind of, we're, we're kind of already doing it. Well, no, it. not really, because we're, we're still goofing around. Yeah, we are still we're goofing. Still, we're still, we're still goofing. Still having you know what I mean? We here. can't help it. We goof around even when we even when we like the movie. Uh, but so far, uh, Tommy. If you, um, have, if you have anything else, you yeah, know, you made a little bit of a, a little mistake on the paper money thing because there wasn't really paper money That's before true. the Civil War. Also, uh, Union soldier. Yeah, it's 1849. Yeah, it's 1849. <laughs> Why would there be a Union soldier? It would just be soldiers before the Civil War. It would just be a a soldier because there was, there was just America. I guess because he wants to invoke the idea that they're wearing blue. Because that was the, still the uh, the color then. Yeah, I guess so. But Maybe. I mean, uh, they don't need to call That'd it the be my Union. Own guess. Because well, no, he wouldn't. It was just the United States of America. That's very true. Yeah. Anyway, uh, those are the only two yeah. uh, anachronisms that I um, had uh, noticed. Well, thank you for anachronism corner, Jeff. Anachronism corner. That's is Jeff's over. specialty. Um, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because you know what? I'm a historian, actually. <laughs> uh, I know a lot of things about the past. Yes, you knew that you were chiseled in 1849. That's right, because I was there. <laughs> this movie's about me. I am John Morris. I can just I can just see it now. It's like the scene in Patton mm -hmm. where you're standing alone in the field going, I can see it. I was here in 1849. That's right. 
I was here. I was there in California, San Francisco, tent city, turds everywhere. <laughs> a, a river of diarrhea. It was much better than being at the Battle of the, Zama. The, the, the gutter, like a wooden, a wooden uh, like walkway next to a saloon, but then just diarrhea in the streets. Nothing but millionaires and homeless people. And it was as like, far as the eye could see. I mean, a lot of it was horse manure. It was like horse shit, but then it was also human diarrhea. Just you know, yeah, you know they had the chamber the pots and dump them out. The well, yeah, because it was a liquefy. You know, it would start out solid and then liquefy. And plus, you know, a lot of people they drank a lot more back then. That's so true. Probably just taking those chemical shits. <laughs> the chemical <laughs> shits. The, the chemical, chemical shits. shits that were I'm mostly. I'm so glad you brought were, that back. Yeah, and they were those were mostly liquid. You know, there was a liquidy <laughs> shit, diarrhea dump. Just That's all food. You know that and guy those, don't eat no food. And the the smell of those is it's. I mean, it's ten times worse. You would rather take. A horse turd and, and stick it right below your nose, then be like ten feet away from a chemical shit. Oh, I, I promise know. you. Yeah. yeah. So that's the way it was back then. I was there, so I don't know. <laughs> it was there. <laughs> yeah. We established that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's the way it was back in the old days. It's kind of set. I wanted to set the scene, you know. Yeah, but so yeah, when we yeah. move on to future shows, they understand how bad everything smelled. Yeah. So the in, in addition time. to the chemical shits, you also have entrails everywhere from the serial killer. That's, that's true, true too. Yeah, there were intestines. Uh, just everywhere. God, I don't know if we can bury him. Let's just go dump him out back with the pigs. <laughs> <laughs> Make quick business Mr. of that. Mr. Yeah. Wu's pigs will take care of him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they would. No, they hung Mr. Wu last <laughs> night. Didn't <laughs> you see in the paper? Yeah, but it's kind of funny, and, and you know what? And there's an interesting thing of this script, and it was I, I, I want to point out that that it's kind of like the uh, the forensics. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're talking yes. like old timey forensics. They're not overreaching here. No, they're, no, they're they not. did do autopsies in those days. Oh, I'm sure they did. Yeah. But then you have this guy who's saying like, you know, ah, oh, dead man. What good is that? And he's like, well, you know, you can see these things on him that might give you clues. And like, oh, fuck that. I don't want to see a dead man. You know, but. <laughs> But it, it kind of gives you know an interesting thing that you know back then cigar burns, there were probably paper. like a, a handful of people that were like you know like oh well he's dead so whatever we'll just look for some clues around the area where he died instead of looking at the body and then there are some people who are like well why don't we look at the body and see what we can find on the body never mind looking at the body yes. I've got a hunch exactly <laughs> <laughs> the hunch <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a, that John Mulaney bit yeah you know? like like oh there's a pull of the killer's blood in the hallway. Gross. Mop that up. <laughs> now, back to my hunch. <laughs> yeah, that was the John Mulaney yeah. bit. But, uh, yeah, no, no, but it, it is interesting that he, that he has this angle in here in the film. So I, I like that, too. All um, right, so, here's, so we'll, we'll see where that we'll goes. Make a, we'll make a deal with Tommy here. Mm -hmm. You send us another one. We'll do it straight. Does <laughs> okay. he have another? I would love if he had another one. I don't know if he has another one or not. He never if, said it. If he have no. another one, we, we'll, we'll do it straight. Yeah. Because these, no. I'm, I'm having a lot of trouble goofing. But what? Maybe we'll no, do a straight one. That's just no, your Bell's no, palsy act. We're not going to do a straight one. <laughs> we're going to do what we want to do. Well, you know, whatever we feel. The, this is all we do with this show based on. It's on feeling. We 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 do what we feel like doing. You know. All right, we don't even have a production meeting right now. Okay. <laughs> well, well, you know. Well, then why are you bringing up this other part? You know, and saying to get more gonna, scripts. That's why. We're gonna we we're do, gonna want do more what scripts. we want to do. You know, we want more scripts. Please send us scripts. Uh, and thank Good, you. bad, or ugly. And thank you again very much, Tommy, uh, and to anyone who has sent us a script before. Uh, and uh, that's the show. Yes. Yes, we're done arguing. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> and I can't speak anymore, so. Yeah, because your bell's palsy. It's acting up. That's the bell's palsy. You can't talk out of the side of the spot. I'm going to speak for him. And say that the show, <laughs> the show is over. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night. Goodbye. Goodbye.